Cochrane for all. Better evidence for better health decisions. Casey Quinlan with the Beyond the Room team here at Cochrane for All, talking to Gregor Smith, who is a general practitioner medico and was uh, recently, relatively recently, appointed Deputy Chief Medical Officer of Scotland. When was that appointment? Well, good afternoon, Casey. And um, yeah, I was appointed almost three years ago now. Oh, okay. And it's been three of the quickest. So it wasn't last week. <laughs> no, it's been three of the quickest years of my life, let me tell you. Now. So tell us about your plans for a Scotland atlas, a la Jack Wenberg from Dartmouth's Dartmouth Atlas, which is one of my favourite things. Casey, you couldn't have asked that question at a better time. Do you know that we have just published our three prototype maps this morning? So, so really, this is hot off the press. and um, I will make sure to put that link in the show notes with this audio. That would be fantastic. So we've been working on this for a while, and one of the commitments that we made when we started to speak about a programme of work in Scotland called Realistic Medicine is that we would challenge and try to address some of the harm and waste through clinical variation in Scotland and try to get better at identifying unwarranted variation in the system. Of course, not all variation is bad variation, but we wanted to try and find a way of of, of identifying that that unwarranted variation within the system. And we looked abroad and we looked at some of the techniques that have been used in other places to do that, and Jack Wenberg's um, groundbreaking work um, on on the Atlas of Variation from Dartmouth was one of those ones that um, we became very interested in. And we were very fortunate in that Jack was very supportive of our attempts to, to kind of develop this um, atlas. But we've also learned from other countries who have gone down this route as well, places like England, where Samir Gray has been um, a, a great source of inspiration and support, but also further afield to Australia and to New Zealand as well. Today we'll publish our first three maps. Those first three maps are around procedures. They are on hip replacements, knee replacements, and on cataract surgery. So, of course, the really important thing about the maps is that they show us in a really graphic visual way where the variation exists. Really important to understand that it doesn't tell us why that variation exists or place any kind of judgment on that variation. We often don't know what the right level of activity is for these things. And it's only through the conversations that the maps provoke that you start to get that understanding. All right, so what are you most surprised by in your drive toward hashtag realistic medicine? Well, realistic medicine has been an absolute joy for us because when we started this conversation three years ago, I don't think that we really imagined that it would light the fire under the profession that it has within Scotland. And and I think most surprising for us has been just the degree of um, support that the CMO and I have enjoyed in trying to make the philosophy of realistic medicine come to life across Scotland. We're we're, we're constantly uh, receiving um, examples from different parts of the service, whether that be in community-based services or hospital-based services. People writing to us and telling us about the, the, the kind of projects or the approaches that they're taking to to try and realise realistic medicine in their day-to-day practice. So tell us about your vision for population health, particularly in regard to that holistic wraparound supportive services piece that you've you know, I've read about you espousing in, in this program. Well, one of the things that is really important for us uh, across the UK, but particularly in Scotland, is, is to really maintain the strengths that we have in community 
uh, care and, and, and holistic approach to care, particularly um, for, from um, right across our clinical teams. We want to promote this sense of um, multidisciplinary teamwork and cross-professional working um, in order to try to deal with some of the complexity that we see. You know, we know that it's becoming much more complex in terms of the way that we're um, treating patients and certainly workload is increasing uh, for, for everyone that's involved in that as well. And we think that the way to deal with that is to try to, 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 to take a much more integrated, holistic approach, working in multidisciplinary teams with each person within that team, working to the top of the licence and providing as much of the care as they possibly can before any escalation. Um, we're already starting to see new models of care developing around that structure. Health and social care integration has been something which has now been in place in Scotland for the last couple of years. And where we what we see there now is a much more cohesive, integrated style of working between social care and traditional healthcare services um, uh, as well. The missing element, the bit that I'm really excited about, the bit that we're starting to see real progress with, is how we bring in the third sector, voluntary uh, sector, into that mix as well, with lots of, um, uh, if you like, patient and community-led groups now contributing to the care um, in, in these communities as well. Now, now, you're going to be part of the closing keynote team at Cochrane for All. What's the one message you want people in the audience to take away from your talk? So I think the main message that I want people to take away is, is that, that, that science uh, and evidence and guidelines are incredibly important and have brought about huge improvements in the way that we deliver particular care to people with long-term conditions. But I think that we have to take a proportionate approach and we have to make sure that that science and evidence is used uh, in a meaningful way for people so that they can share the decisions that relate to their care more readily. That means much greater involvement of people in the development of the evidence. That means much greater um, uh, uh, attempts to make sure that 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 knowledge is easily translatable to people, uh, recognising the very different levels of health literacy that we have uh, within our communities, and and to make sure that we equalise that relationship between the people we provide care to and the people who provide that care. Well, Gregor Smith, it has been a real pleasure talking to you, and I'm looking forward to hearing your talk. So this is Casey out for Beyond the Room team at Cochrane for All. Cochrane for All. Better evidence for everyone. Follow the hashtag Cochrane for All to get the science and evidence to empower better decisions. Mm-hmm.